All right, we're back with another father-son podcast. We're a little bit late because I was at the WNY MMA Christmas party. It was jamming. We had a good time. We had the coaches party, and then we had the um, just open gym party. So it was a good time. I hung out with uh, Coach Mark a little bit tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and Coach. Oh, excuse me, Coach Eric Herbert and Professor Dub. Before we get into the podcast, you should tell everybody about your gift. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we do a Secret Santa gift. And my secret Santa was Ashley Ramsey. So Ashley Ramsey is our one of our fitness instructors, and she teaches twerking and Zumba and some other um, fitness classes, probably 10,000 fitness classes, probably more than I can even um, say right now. And she does a great job, super athletic girl, looks beautiful, She's married to uh, Coach Ramsey or Jeremy Ramsey. He's the other fitness guy. Um great couple but anyways i got her for my secret santa and i got her butt paste and i got also got her a zumba country zumba video on how to do uh zumba to country music so um it was kind of a joke gift and i got her a card to go with it and it was kind of a funny card too force picked it out it had uh, the phone in santa's butt and uh i forgot what the card said now force probably remembers because he picked it out it said, honey, where's my phone? Honey, where's my phone? And it was stuck in his butt crack like you're sitting on it on the couch. <laughs> and um, on the inside, I wrote, you need all the butt paste because you're doing so much Zumba or so much twerking. And uh, maybe this new video can give you some ideas for your Zumba class. <laughs> it's pretty funny. She laughed a little bit, and I let Coach Matt know, and he was laughing because he was sitting at the table with her. kind of sucked because uh, Coach Matt was there way before I was because he was already there. And he was sitting with his lady and some other people, and he was far away, so I didn't get to talk to him for a lot of the night. But uh, it was cool because Coach Herbert sat next to me, so I got to talk to Coach Herbert for about an hour. So it was really cool to talk to Herbert. Yeah. So I was talking with Coach Mark today anyways, uh, where my story started from, before he interrupted me with a great piece of advice to put in a podcast because, you know, it's about being funny too. Anyways, Coach Mark said that uh, his son, Cole, really liked you, and he talked about that he named a World of Warcraft character after you and that you kind of left a, a good impression on him. Don't forget. Don't make me <laughs> don't make me look so good. He also made a character named after you, too. Yeah, I guess. Coach Caveman. I don't know if that part's true or not, or Dave was just telling me, so I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> that might be... Or not Dave, Mark. I mean, Mark. Dave is the fat coach. Mark is the giant coach. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> Threw Dave under the bus. He won a mouthpiece tonight, a mouthpiece in the case at the... Um, Christmas party. He won a month. Yeah, Dave froze. Oh. Yeah, not Mark. Mark didn't win anything. He was a loser like me. I didn't win anything either. <sighs> was it a raffle? Yeah, there's lots of raffles. They give away gift cards and a bunch of stuff. Did you get free tickets or did you have to buy tickets? Free tickets, free tickets. Just everyone got a ticket and they put it in there. So it was pretty cool. Could you buy more tickets? No. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea though. Have to pass along to Miss Kate. Miss Kate will like it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good time. We got to see a lot of people. Um, hopefully everyone makes it home safe and sound. Uh, I saw Superfly. Mr. Alex was there. World champ Pat Mix was there. It's a good good night. And it was cool to hang out with Mark. And he's got a new board game. He wants us to uh, maybe play it sometime too. So Cole's a little bit sad that he uh, he's not going to be able to see you. But then I said, we'll be there next Friday too. And then uh, I think they're going to come next Friday too. So you and Cole can work together again. Yep. Get him some good jiu-jitsu. Be nice. He's good at jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he's really good, man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about him? 
he he's like really big for his age and he's also he's also he also knows his stuff mm-hmm. and he's pretty athletics and he likes i like that he likes thai <laughs> <laughs> yeah thai food no Muay thai. <laughs> either one's okay with you i guess Four's like yeah i like thai food too pad pate pate pad thai yeah pad thai pate patty you like patty Who's i like patty? i like burger patties burger patties <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so that was uh pretty good what else did we do today we put up the christmas tree yeah the christmas song music christmas song music that was a i don't even know what that means but we, we had christmas music on while we were putting up the christmas tree so it was pretty christmasy yeah i <laughs> you asked me to pull up the um the song that's banned yeah. From the the song that radio stopped playing. When Baby, it's cold. You don't remember it, do you? Baby, it's cold outside. You don't remember it all, do you? Baby, it's cold. You don't remember it. Why don't you stay? Don't remember it. I don't remember it at all. Well. What do you think about them like trying to ban that song or well, the radio station pulling time. the song? It was a different time. I can I get why they banned it. Why? I shouldn't be because in 2018, I mean that's like a really bad song, but in the 1940s when it was written, I mean it was just fine. It was literally a song that uh the artist wrote to close out parties with his wife and then it just got popular and started going on the radio. But now I mean there's so much me too and domestic violence and uh <coughs> All sorts of bad stuff going on, so I mean, people just think it's a bad song, a song that is inappropriate or wrong, well, even though it's not. Yeah, there's also that, and there's um the Rudolph thing that they don't want Rudolph on TV anymore. Um, what do you think about the all Rudolph that? thing? Is stupid. Why? Because bullying is gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> it's Bull- not just bullying though, and they don't think that it. it they think it's uh. Putting bullying out there. What do you think about that? Do you... Bullying is just going to happen. I mean... And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is another thing that's old. Plus, the original intention was definitely not to be a story about bullying. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, Rudolph was just like... Rudolph was just a reindeer that like people didn't consider as good, and then he did something great. Like, a lot of that happens. Also, they're uh, actually. If you look at it from that way, it's actually a triumphant story, because <laughs> it's a, it's actually, actually, it's a song and a movie about a bullied reindeer that <clears throat> did something amazing and turned everybody around, and turned everybody's thought around. There's more than just a bullying going on. That uh, excuse me, I'm gonna Google it right now while we're talking. Um, why? Do they want Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer off of TV? I'm searching it right now. And I hopefully will not fart. Well, I did fart, but hopefully it's not stinky. Why are people taking issue with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? 
So, Cirque de Noël. Oh, this is pop-up. Where is that thing? It's not loading. Very slow. It might just be that the site is ginormous. Yeah. Or it's like a bad site. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Sparks. Here we go. December 5th, 2017. Holiday classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer accused of being seriously problematic. A holiday classic is facing controversy after some viewers deemed it inappropriate. After the beloved Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV special aired again on November 27th, the Huffington Post tweeted out a video summarizing the ways in which it could be seen as problematic. The special first aired in 1964, and the video pointed out that some of the themes are inappropriate now. Among them was the bullying that Little Rudolph faces for his red nose, including verbal abuse from his father Donner, who tries to cover up the shiny nose. There are more important things than comfort. Self-respect, Donner tells Rudolph after the reindeer complains about the nose cover-up. The holiday, the holiday TV classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, is seriously problematic. Reads the caption of the video, which has been seen over 5.6 million times. Among the critiques were how Santa aids in marginalizing the young reindeer, as well as a bullying behind his coach egging on the other reindeer to not let Rudolph play with them. <clears throat> the comments ignited controversy on Twitter, which most people are finding it hard to believe that some would have problematic would have a problem with this tale. I, I'm sorry. Even the ladies of the View got. And on the debate, Infowants all agrees that any criticism doesn't make sense. Well, if the view says so, it can't be. Can't be a problem. People accuse Santa of being a bully. Don't they know the song Whoopi Goldberg says before launching into fantastic dramatic reading of the lyrics? Where's the problem? Says to the applause once done. He's a kid that nobody believed in, and suddenly they realize he is special. He is who he is for a reason, and he becomes a hero. What's the problem? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Also, it's not in here, but they throw off one of the one of Santa's helpers. They just throw him off the sleigh and they never get him, so he's probably dead. <laughs> that happens in there too. What? Um, I don't know. He's one of the characters that's on the sleigh, and he's some kind of magical character. And they throw him off the sleigh, and uh, you never see him again. Why so did they throw dies. him off the sleigh? I don't know. I also think there's like the lost toy land in that one. Maybe I'm thinking a different one. But uh, I definitely saw the last the lost toy thing on uh, Twitter too. So what do you think about all that stuff? About the political correctness in the Christmas songs, it's just and even the holiday spirit. Like you can't, you're not even really supposed to say Christmas anymore. You're supposed to say holiday. It's Christmas stuff. Yeah. I mean, the baby, it's cold outside. Isn't actually a Christmas song. It's not. It, in some places, not even a holiday song. Like, if you lived in Alaska, it's a song every day. But, um, I think it was just due to the time circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1940s, none of that seemed wrong. Well, what about Frosty the Snowman? Oh, that he never came back again? That's just because you, <laughs> you were well, traumatized not, I'm by not it. talking about the part that I was traumatized by because Frosty melts and never comes back, although there's a Frosty too, but I don't really remember what happens. I did see it once. But um, he's smoking. The kids give him a pipe, right? So A pipe, a pipe is like a cigar. Yeah, that's like, uh, well, if there's tobacco in there and not marijuana in there, 
right? Or something else. Because they're seeing a giant... Do they even know what weed was when they made that movie? But they know what it is now, and you see a giant snowman walking around, and you don't really see that, so you got to think it's something from the pipe, right? And then he's got a carrot on his nose, right? So what if the vegans think that's not fair? Because... um. Vegans eat that. That's like food. Why would you put that on their nose? What if nose? his nose is made of M&M's? Right. And what about the coal eyes, right? The coal's dirty I mean, electricity. I meant his eyes. Or, uh, yeah. Coal's like dirty energy. You don't want to use coal, right? So you don't want coal eyeballs. That's no good. Or buttons. Why waste the buttons? I mean, you're always going to be able to find something wrong with everything you do, no matter how perfect it is. Because there's nothing that's completely... 100% unoffensive to somebody. If you marginalize groups enough, like you make the group small enough, if you f- get to a smaller and smaller segment of each group, you can find somebody that has a problem with something no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, I think we're really starting to nerf the world. Can you explain what nerf means to people that don't play video games? Uh, it means to weaken something to make it fair. Right. What we're doing is we're nerfing the world. Um, the world's not really a fair place. Right? There's not too much stuff in the world that's fair. And the older and more wise you get, the more you're going to see that, right? The world's not a fair place. The world is a hard, terrible place at times, right? And our job as parents is to raise you to be hard enough to deal with the hard parts of life. And um, I really, I think we're starting to lose that. You know, I, I always go back to that thing where I where we talk about... Um, Hard times makes hard people. Hard times makes uh, hard people make uh, good times. Good times make soft people. Soft people make hard times, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if we make the world soft enough, we're gonna have hard times with people that are hard. There's a lot of hard people still left in this world, you know. That you know, every day is a struggle for them to live. They're not worrying about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? Yeah. And we always need to keep in mind that at some point, not everyone thinks like we do, and Maybe we got too much free time to worry about being offended. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think everyone has rights and we shouldn't, you know, go off calling everybody every name in the book. But I don't know. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a line at some point about how hard you can be. And, like, the world's softer. You want the world to be a better place for your kids. Like, my life is better than my mom's life. My mom's life was better than my grandma's life. Your life is 8,000 million times better than my great-grandma's life. Because, you know, she's probably out plowing the fields when she was a kid. And you were you're sitting home playing video games today while I'm out, you know. Mm-hmm. Life is easy for us. I mean, we're, we are the 1% of the world, you know. Our life is easier than almost everywhere else on the planet. And we, and got, we still find ways to make it a struggle. Yeah. We're looking for a struggle because we don't have... I don't know for that... I don't know for that one percent. We're the like the fi- that five percent. Mm-hmm. That one percent is like the athletes and the. If you make over thirty thousand dollars, or thirty-two thousand dollars, I think I don't know, thirty-two or thirty-three thousand dollars, you're in the top one percent of the pe- population in the world. Really? Yes. Dang. Uh huh. Never mind. We are. Yeah. You're in the top one percent of the population in the world. There's so many poor people in the world. So many places that are tough to live in. Yeah. You know. I mean, we have more money in this house than probably like any any of the civilians in North Korea, or you know, some other poor places. Mm-hmm. It's just tough, you know. The world can be a really hard place, and you know, I don't want you to have hard times. I want you to be able to deal with hard times when they come, 
And if you know you're offended by every little thing, you're not going to be ready for the real world. Because yeah. you're, you're depending on what you do, your boss not going to care how you feel. He's not going to let you take a feelings time out. He's just going to go find someone that's going to do the job. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's kind of how I feel about all the Christmas songs. I think you should do what you do, and I think we should celebrate all the holidays. In the old days, we celebrate Christmas, and we maybe exclude all the other holidays. But, you know, I think we're in a time and place in this world where if we just turn our energies to doing something good and recognizing other people's beliefs and maybe trying to understand them a little bit more, I think it would be a lot easier. We have all this time to complain about everything. Maybe we should take some time, think, and understand everything that's going on. Yep. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I hope so because I'm trying to expose you to that kind of thinking in life. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be open-minded. And I want you to see why the people that are offended are offended. And then sometimes why you, you shouldn't care that they're offended. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, it's cold. You don't remember it. I don't remember the song at all. But I, you I, could play five seconds of it. Yeah. And I, not get copyright strike. I, I uh... I listened to a thing breaking the song down, and it really has nothing to do with like slipping her drugs and raping her. That's what they think the song's about. It's definitely not that song. And then, then you know, this goes into everything. It goes to like taking down the monuments, like around the, the United States too. Like they're taking down those Civil War monuments. Why? Because those. People, it's so dumb. The people embrace slavery though, and they don't. They don't want. That in public places, like there's a good argument for everything they say, but they don't want people that embrace slave. But were there slaves in that in the, in those sculptures? I'm not sure, but <laughs> like when, if they own slaves and they believe in slavery, would you you know it offends the uh, uh, people African Americans or anyone else that was a slave because your people were slaves. It's part of history. Your people were slaves once, working on the railroads. Those, those weren't slaves. The Chinese immigrants? Those were poor laborers that didn't have anywhere else to go. And they were owned by the company? That makes you a slave. They weren't owned by the company. Uh, You're owned by OSC, technically. I am owned by OSC. I am a slave. Your rights are owned by OSC, pretty much. Yeah. Where they're Chinese slaves. Uh, there are probably Chinese slaves in China. <laughs> History of Chinese Americans. Uh, Chinese slaves in America. One. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, among the factors that have been aided in producing industrial unrest in the Pacific Slope during the past decades have been the almost unrestricted pouring of alien races, particularly Chinese. The question has assumed grave importance, especially in California, where almost every political contest during the past 20 years has been some bearing upon so-called colonization of the Chinese in America and their irreceptation of the industrial field of American civilization. This is, like, not what I was looking for. Sweet. No slaves. Mm -hmm. No Chinese slaves in America. No. There are probably Chinese slaves in other places. Yeah. They're talk. This is about Chinese slave labor here. 
A young Chinese girl from 9 to 12 years old in San Francisco today has a market value of 150 to $500. This, this is about like... Um, what they would be worth. No, this is this is horrible. This is about like people that are slaves today. Oh, no, this is this work was published before January 19, 1923. Oh, this is in 1923? Yeah. This is about slaves in 1923. There were Chinese slaves in 1923? That's what it says. Mm. Chinese slavery in America, 1897. This is when it was from. The author, That's not 1923. The author... So this article is from 18, 1897. So there were, there were Chinese slaves. Yeah. Was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was around the time where, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, definitely slaves. Most of them were poor labor, poor laborers. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe you can have a Chinese slave in Red Dead. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We're going to go home and play some five-finger flay when we get off of here so mom will slap us around a little bit. <clears throat> Baby, it's cold. I can't believe that song is... Uh, I don't even like that song, but it's stupid. Pretty soon they're not going to like hippopotamuses. Why? And, and then I'll... I don't know, because it's... Uh, it's may- hippopotamuses. Yeah, maybe when they're... Um, not extinct. When they're... Uh, when hippopotamus can talk. When they're, when they're on an endangered species list, then it's... Uh, and some endangered species collected. I don't know. It's stupid. That might that might actually happen if hippo if hippopotamus get on the endangered species list. Yeah. Make it banned from the radio mm-hmm. until. Oh, I, I actually uh, I saved the whole back. Facebook thing. I can we can go through that real quick too. Um, about all this stuff. I don't know how to get into my saved stuff. There we go. Saved. Uh. Well, you're not going to be able to talk into the mic if you're on this side. <clears throat> it's all jujitsu stuff. Oh, here I go. All right, I'm going to read this out loud. So go sit back in your chair. In response to the baby, it's cold outside being pulled from radio stations. Think about this. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, subjecting minors <laughs> to softcore porn. <clears throat> the Christmas song, Open Fire, Pollution. Folks dressed up like Eskimos, cultural appropriation. Holly jolly Christmas. Kiss her once for me, unwanted advances. White Christmas, racist. Santa Claus is coming to town. Sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake. Peeping Tom Stalker. Most wonderful time of the year. Everyone telling you to be of good cheer, forced to hide depression. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, bullying. Oh, this must be before Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was bad. (laughs) It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Forced gender-specific gifts. Dolls for Janice and Jen. Boost and pistols. Guns for Barney and Ben. Santa Baby. Gold Digger. Blackmail. Frosty the Soul Man. Sexist. Not a snow woman. Do you hear what I hear? Blatant disregard for the hearing impaired. Oh my god, Tripper blew a fart and it's about to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Wow. Just wow. Jingle Bell Rock. 
Giddy up, Jingle Horse. Pick up your feet. Animal abuse. <laughs> Mistletoe and Holly. Overeating. Folks stealing a kiss or two. How did this song ever see the light of day? Winter Wonderland. Parson Brown demanding they get married. Forced partnership. Parson Brown doesn't demand them to get married. Mm. They say you can do the job when you're in town. Mm-hmm. Are you commenting on there? No. <laughs> Uh, one of the people from the, um, from the party, I didn't think she'd drive home, uh, just messaged me and let me know they're home safe. It was, uh, I was a little worried about Miss Christine, I didn't think she'd just drive home, but she made home safe and sound, so that's good. Hippopotamus, endangered species. Right. But I mean, see what I'm saying? Like, you can go through these lists and you can find, oh, excuse me, something wrong with, oh my God, Trevor, jeez. <laughs> You can find something wrong with almost everything on the list. Mommy kissing Santa Claus is pretty messed up. Yeah. Um, someone had a shirt, or they were talking about a shirt today. Uh, it says, ask mom if Santa's real. And it's like a guy kiss, uh, a girl kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. So, yeah, I mean. Is, I, Michael jo- is Michael Jackson looking from the staircase? Yeah, I just, you know. I'm not really trying to, like, bash all the people that are bashing and everything, but sometimes you need to be bashed a little bit, right? Yeah. We need to, um... Oh my God. The world can be a very scary place if you let social warriors take over everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to... You need to have sympathy for people and you, you need, need to look to out for people, right? But you need to be able to far, to be able to tell when you're going just too far. And attacking some of these um, traditions is just going too far. I think. I mean, if you have a differing opinion, please um, please comment on here. Uh, Uncle Charles is, has a differing opinion about a lot of this stuff. It'd be interesting if he would write on here. Yes, he Damn, should. Damn, your bicep's getting huge, dude. Force is flexing over there. He's putting a flex on me. Looking good. Superfly said hello, by the way. Hello back. <laughs> hello, Superfly. You know, it's good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Baby, it's cold. I can't get this song stuck out of my head. I don't even know the words. You don't even know. I don't the, know the words at all. You don't know the harmony. You don't know the words. I don't. I think I was getting a harmony pretty good, right? <laughs> no. no, no. Listen to the song after this. Oh, I don't want to listen to the song. It'd be terrible. Uh, I can't believe that you can't remember this song. <laughs> I can't believe you burped like that. <laughs> that was Forrest's burp. That was a very manly burp. I don't think. Um, I do not think that your new friend is going to like this podcast as much as the last one. What? I don't think Cole's going to like this podcast as much as the last one. Why? It's a little out there with burping, trippers <laughs> farting. It's a mess. They all, uh, I already said it, but they invited us to play some board games. I'm kind of excited. They got cool board games. I like board games. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like Monopoly and we slap the board on the floor and get in a big fight. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that actually happen? No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Force is losing his marbles. My favorite board game is Life. Life? Or Stratego. Stratego? <laughs> trying to think what my favorite board game is. I don't know. Is Operation a board game? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't like Operation. I think I, I, think I know your favorite board game. What's that? Chess. 
As long as I'm playing McBride Girl. <laughs> Jeez, those McBride Girls are tough. Maybe I could beat Muhammad in chess, though. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's good at chess, too. I don't know. We'll see. Anything else? Nope. This is a long one. It's almost half hour already. Jeez. Oh, well, yeah, we got we got off track with the social warriors, social justice warriors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're uh you you don't think there's any problem with that? It was just a, it's the time circumstance mm-hmm. that is the reason why like baby is called that song wouldn't be on the radio if it was made today, mm-hmm. but it was made in the 1940s. You have to make an you just have to consider that when you're about to ban it from your radio station. But do you really have to consider that, or should you consider how people feel today? Because I mean, there's songs from back then that drop the mm-hmm. N word all the time. Or like um, speeches or talk, you know. <laughs> like that word, that n word is so powerful that we're not saying it right now. And I say pretty much everything. I don't want to say it on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't like, want to say it at all, right? Because it's a powerful, powerful world these days. Mm-hmm. And that was in a lot of stuff that was written back in the nineteen nineteen that forties, the twenties, the forties, even into the sixties. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, really. Okay. It's in some books that you got to read for school, or it was. I don't know if you still have to read them, but. What are they called? Mm, I don't know. I can look it up. I probably won't have to read them this year, but. No, I mean it's high school reading. In school. Huck Finn, Huckleberry Finn has it. Oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to. I have to read that. Mhm. Knowing my school. Yeah. Probably be crossed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll probably have to give all our books to the teacher. To kill a mockingbird. Really? I have to read that this year. Mhm. It's in there. Dang. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm about to start reading that on um, yeah. Monday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Different time. <laughs> Man, that's your excuse for everything. You're not it was acceptable at that time. And, like, you just have to look at it, like, when it was written, when it was made, in the 19... In whenever Baby's Cold Outside was written, either that stuff wasn't as public, one, it didn't happen as often, two, or, I mean, and people didn't really, like... Find that offensive three, and for well, for Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I, I just want to interrupt you real quick because at that time the people probably did find it offensive, but they had no power to stop it. And like, if you're a black person, you'd be calling uh, the N word all the time. Like this is, if you're a black person, they're calling you um, racial slurs and stuff. You didn't have a choice to but to deal with it back then. You didn't even have rights yet, right? I mean, it wasn't until the 1960s that you're even, you know, have the right to vote and people consider you people. They're like, we were segregated. Like, almost in my lifetime, there was a time where white people and black people couldn't drink out of the same water fountain. That was nine years after, before you were born. Right. That's not very long. That's not a whole long time. You know, so, in that time, there was a lot of racial slurs before that, or even during that time. 
that are part of popular culture, but the people didn't have any power to stop that, you know? And, and now that's a reminder of that time. Yeah. My, my feeling is, um, I don't know, this might be uh, speaking from someone that doesn't understand the situation, but I would want to know that history. I want to know where I come from. I want to know what happened in the past. You know, we need to know that so it doesn't happen in the future, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's not too many people that agree that that was a mistake, you know, to, you know, integrate everyone together and make, make cultures together. Um we used to have a racial divide. Now we have a divide in ideology, you know. Now we're like right, left, Democrat, Republican, you know. So now we went from not liking a race to not liking a political side or an ideology. So I think that it's human nature that we we find always find enemy. something that we need to have an enemy against, you know. And um, I think if we just... Had aliens come, we'd be united. If we had aliens come, we'd be the most united front you've ever seen. It wouldn't matter what color you are, what you believe in. But what I would say is I think we should fight against uh, intolerance. Right? And saying to someone you can't think like this or say this word, that is intolerance still. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to work that we're not... I don't even know how to put this into like correct words. But that we're not trying to not like someone because of what they believe in or what color their skin is or you know where where on a planet they're from we're all humans right we all have the same basic needs wants and desires give or take except for mr mickey he's a little special because he poops his pants and stuff but everyone besides for mr mickey all have you know the same needs wants desires. did he ride his bike i don't know if he rode his bike or not i didn't want to ask him because i didn't want him to ask me for a ride home um but, I mean, that, that's just what we need to do. We need to unite and try and make education something we need to get behind and hate intolerance, you know. Mm-hmm. And some people hate intolerance, but they're just taking it too far. And we always need to be able to take a look and really realize what we're doing. That's my two cents. I heard it, I heard of Mr. Mickey's bike work, and I, I'm surprised he's not dead yet. <laughs> Poor Mr. Mickey. All right, we're... Uh, we're 34 minutes into a podcast. It's supposed to be 10 to 12 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So we did like three podcasts worth in one sitting. Yep. So uh, let's get here for today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is uh, Miss Gina Nowak's benefit. If you haven't listened to it, listen to that podcast, Gina Nowak podcast. I swear. Oh, my God, Tripper. This is like heartfelt stuff, and you're blowing it up in here. It's like 15 minutes long. It's a good podcast. Tomorrow's a benefit for her to raise money. To help her fight cancer. She's got cancer. She needs to get some... Uh, proton therapy. Proton therapy, right? Proton beam. Proton yeah, therapy. proton beam therapy. I was saying photon, proton, protein. But <laughs> as long as we get it right. Like, I listen to that protein podcast. Protein beam therapy. I said that twice on the podcast. <laughs> I had to edit it out. It was pretty bad. Like, I was listening. I sound like a retard. But, uh, oh, I can't say that word either. Like, you should be able to say retard. It should, intent should mean more than... Not more than action, but intention to be more than words. So when I say retard, I'm not talking about anyone that's handicapped. I'm talking about really dumb people. Not like because they have a mental problem, but because they're really dumb. <laughs> you called yourself really dumb. Yeah, I'm, I'm really dumb sometimes. 
No, oh all, my god. Yeah, it's bad, right? <laughs> oh my god. It, it smells like he pooped out a person that he ate. Um, oh god. All right, let's get here. Gina Nowak's benefit tomorrow, two to seven p.m. VFW Post, somewhere on Main Street. Uh, if you don't know, go back and look at my my post. <laughs> Force is about to be dead. He's coughing right into the mic. Oh, dude, be careful, man. I know you're goofy, but don't hit the mic. It's expensive. <laughs> I have to take all your Christmas presents back to buy a new mic. <laughs> Laughing like I'm joking. All right, we're out of here. Uh, if you're listening to Mark and Cole, we'll see you next Friday. Friday. And we'll, if we get a bunch of people, we'll be working on Triangle Choke. If not, we'll be bouncing around. Forrest will yep. definitely love to do some tie with you because he said he liked tie too. So it'd be great to get you on some tie boxing. Do some drills. All right, we're out of here. Catch you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel.